Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller and editor for this episode. This game you're listening to is a collaborative effort between us here at A Pair of Dice Lost, the crew sponsored by Nobody, and Holden Shearer. You can find the At The Table full session experience at sponsoredbynobody.podbean.com and the newest version of Exalted vs. World of Darkness can be found at holdenshearer.wordpress.com. Links, as always, will be in the show notes. On this episode, Roan goes and visits the Owl, and Layla goes to Carfax Abbey. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 1, Episode 16. Perfectly timed meetings. Brendan, as the storyteller. Peter, as uh, Sir Rigel Star, the Celestia Sensor, as Solar Twilight. Devin, as End of Sadness of the Infernal Exalted. Holden, as Layla Church, the Infernal Exalted. And Sam, as Rowan of the No Moon Exalted. Lewis. Alright gang, so last episode we had a little bit of a, uh, I would say a mini little side adventure um, where that there was definitely not shenanigans and there was definitely not a lot of drinking and hanging out with uh, the mages. Um, But was there anything else that you guys would like to uh, recap before we figure out what that uh, Rowan and Layla were doing while that you all were definitely not doing time heists of uh, minimal consequence? Time heists taught us a lesson about friendship and stuff, which we wanted to avoid, but it's inevitable. So, anything else you want to bring up to the gang? Or will we have to discover Strobe only by themselves? Oh, we're definitely going to talk about strobe looning a couple of times, uh, at least in this next hour. What? I don't know. They've been talking about it in chat for the entire week, and they've been keeping it under wraps. So. Sure. All right. So. Well, that Sir Rigel and uh, End of Sadness were out hanging out, uh, going bar hopping and talking metaphysics and time shenanigans. Rowan, what are you up to? It's probably time to deliver this uh, book to the Owl Spirit. And that Four Loco that I've been dragging around this entire time. Ah, yes. The case of vintage Four Loco. I don't know what to do with it. Probably well, chug, chug. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Not probably not the best idea. We'll give you time powers, Rowan. Drink it. He's not the time powers so you want. So yeah, Rowan is planning to head through the spirit realm to meet up with his mentor. Okay. Um, what part of London do you like uh, switch over? Like, like, where are you when that you make the swap over from the uh, from the material plane over to uh, the umbral plane? That's that's actually a really good question because instinctually he's like, oh well, I'm just going to go to his flat because he's broken the uh, the barrier there so many times. It's kind of weak already, but he can't right. go back there anymore. Right. So. And now you're sad. And now he's sad. <laughs> so he's probably just going to, after realizing that himself, uh, going to just find probably a park. 
some place that has some sort of connection to the spirit realm, and let's see if it's not crowded. Go through it. Uh, about what time of day are you looking to do this? Uh, what time did we leave off? It, I think it was probably just morning. It was just about morning when you guys had left off. Yeah, so either waiting before or after, trying to catch before the rush hour or after the rush hour when everybody's at work. Um, after the rush hour is probably the better idea, I feel like. And especially considering that Rowan used to be kind of a nine to fiver uh, himself. That kind of makes the most sense. Yes. So you head to a nearby park. It doesn't have to be an important park, but just someplace that's a little bit out of the way, uh, has some cover for you and maybe some greenery. Uh, since I do have Eyes of the Cat, this should not be too difficult to track down. I can see where magical places are. Okay, so the local gauntlet rating uh, in this park is probably going to be roughly an eight since it is still in the middle of like the city. There's not a whole lot of magical activity that's going on in the middle of the city. It, it's basically just a, a, a little local park, right. essentially. There's no occult activity that has happened in this area. So like there's nothing that really kind of like breaks the breaks through the gauntlet, but you're also like in a park. So it's not it's not like you're trying to do this in the middle of like a super high tech skyscraper. Right, right. But I mean, being a lunar, specifically no moon, it does automatically drop everything by one. So right. Seven. Mm hmm. Um, and honestly, it's probably just going to take a little bit of time. Yep. Let's see. Yeah. yeah, two eights. So excellent. So with two eights, you are able to uh, with two successes, you are able to open up the uh, split open a rip between the the, the regular world and the Umbra. Um, how does this look like? Do you just kind of like reach into a tree and like step through or do you have like something in mind? I think it's more of he starts wandering down a path and then he basically, if we were looking outside from the outside world, he turns down a path that doesn't exist and you, you cat the camera would like pan through and you see that, yes, it is indeed a solid tree. He just walked into and it's okay. You walk into a uh, solid tree. For the lack of a better term, uh, you can feel the flow of essence kind of going through your body that kind of tells you that, yes, you are within the Umbra here. You can see the concrete and steel of buildings that have risen up around this park, it, rising up into infinity, into the sky. And uh, the park around you seems maybe not smaller in, like, physical sense, but, like, it feels like that it is shirking away from it and you can see multiple little uh, or animal spirits kind of uh, hiding around uh, as they kind of like see you come out of a tree and like just your your passive perception for a lack of a better term just kind of like catches like things moving uh, hither and fro as they uh kind of go hiding as if there is a intruder that they do not recognize here. That's, that's understandable. Skittish. The nature spirits are always upset being inside of a city. So unless they do anything that really catches my attention, I'll just be there. Just very typically harmless. 
If you want to roll it at a difficulty eight, I can give you, uh, there might be something that catches your attention, but for right now, nothing pops out. Sure. We might as well be perception and awareness or alertness. Uh, since they're spirits, I'm going to say awareness. Okay. That's another two successes. One of the things that pops out to you as that you kind of peek out and around is uh, a lot of the smaller creatures, the mouses, the squirrels, uh, ferrets, that kind of thing are, are to, are to huddled all together, almost like a red wall novel would, uh, (laughs) underneath like a large, uh, hollow in a tree. And there's kind of a a small crackling fire going there as they all are keeping themselves warm. Um, and there is a singular, like, what looks almost like a fox uh, standing guard. Oh, that's so adorable. Um, I really want to disturb them, though. But I will glance over them, clearly not hiding that I know what's going on over there. But I imagine what they do is they give me a look. I give them a look back and just kind of like do a curt little wave and then head on to my business. Uh, When you do that, uh, most of them do not notice you, but the fox spirit does. And it gives you this almost military nod of like respect. Uh, As you can tell, like, obviously it's kind of like the guard of the area and it kind of like gives you the uh you don't mess with me and i won't mess with you look <laughs> yeah that's pretty typical oh honestly that just made my day just a little bit better as you head out towards the end of the forest um there is a rustling in the trees above you it's obvious that there is something large up above you um if you could you're giving me a quick dex and dodge roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, difficulty uh, six. Uh, dodge? Uh, do you mean athletics? Oh, I'm sorry. Athletics. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so used to dodge being a stat. I'm the worst. <laughs> no, it's fine. There's a whole lot of attributes. Uh, this is actually... <laughs> I say as I botch. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I didn't botch. I just failed. I, I do have a success. Oh, sorry. What difficulty was it out again? Uh, six. Okay, good. Yes, I have one success, but two failures. So, Oh, boy. Okay. Just failure. <laughs> Just failures. Okay. Okay, so a rather large branch is going to uh, come down and conk you right on the head. Um, doing, <laughs> doing one bashing damage. Of course, you're welcome to roll your stamina to soak. That's okay. <laughs> we're, we're fine. We can just keep moving on. <laughs> So seeing that uh, and getting a little conk on your a little bump on your noggin there, uh, I feel like, uh, do you look up? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like what just hit me? Uh, there is a stick that has fallen uh, and from up above, you can see great massive owl wings uh, that are coming down at you. What do you do? Uh, it's Al, so I assume he's trying to teach me a lesson of some sort. So, like, warily defensive. Not like full moon, sorry, full 
uh, war form or anything, just kind of sitting there in concern. Coming down through the trees, uh, kind of gliding between the branches, is this massive form of the owl spirit that is going to come down uh, with talons outstretched and is going to try to make an, make like a basically the equivalent of a pounce attack on you. Uh, oh, that, yeah, let's try to dodge roll out of this. Okay. Is that what it can do? Sure. That would be what you would do. Uh, that or parry it, I guess, because technically Exalted can parry bullets, so if you wanted to parry it, you could. No, let's, let's try to roll. Let's just try to move out of the way. Okay, so that would be Dex and Athletics uh, difficulty 6, since you know the attack is coming. Uh, that is two successes this time. Two successes versus it's two successes. I'm going to say Defender wins in this case. Um, yep. It comes down and you duck out of the way, but it's a near it's a near hit. You know that if it had hit, it would have uh, the entire weight of Owl would have pushed you to the ground and you might have been in a bad state. But kind of turning on your heels to make sure that you can face your enemy for a moment. Um, Owl has landed uh, and kind of. And does the owl motion where that it turns its head a full 180 degrees while its back is to you. Like in that sudden twist, almost like almost like an invisible Jason Voorhees just grabbed its head and just twisted. Oh, jeez. This is the owl I know, right? It is. Hello, Rowan. It's been a while. It's been a day or two. It's been quite more than that. It's been at least... Hmm. By my calculations, I would say roughly five, maybe a week. You've been busy. I suppose that's true, yes. Uh, yeah, what was that all about? Oh, yes. I wanted to make sure that you were aware of where you were. Uh, uh, okay. Yes... Uh, right, right. Uh, oh goodness, it's been quite a week. Uh, how, how have you been? Very busy lately. Maybe it's the way that the world around me has been shifting and changing. I just feel like it's been so long since we've talked. It has been eventful since the last time we talked. There's, oh boy. Yes. Yes. The last time that we talked, I had sent you out on a mission to get me something. Just something you thought that I would enjoy. Uh, yes, Have actually. You... Oh? Uh, yes, uh, he kind of pats down. Yes. Uh, so, uh, my my friend, uh, Sir Rachel Star, I suppose I can call him that now, he was in possession of an ancient book that I imagine you have read a thousand times. And I thought you might like it as a a gift of comfort. I, he pulls it out of his uh, breast pocket, like his coat. He looks to the book, and then the lower half of his body does an about face to match where the, his head is. Um, and he begins to walk over to it and uh, sees the book and holds out 
his wings to, like, ask to be given the book as a gift. Right, yes. He does, but he also goes, I was also told by another friend to give you this and take it with a grain of salt, but not literally, because I don't know if that would be tasteful. And he just shots, shots. Holds <laughs> carefully holds the four loco to him like he's it's like some sort of nuclear bomb. <laughs> you are free to not take this, and I will not say anything. <laughs> the owl stares at the book for a moment and then brings it like towards him, and then it just kind of disappears onto his person. Yeah, that and then sense. he looks at the second gift that you have brought. You bring life and death mixed in one <laughs> container. Uh, you know, that's an accurate way to describe it. You, it was a gift from uh, my other friend, End of Sadness, to you, through me. Not exactly sure in what order, but... Well then, End of Sadness has brought an end to the sadness. This will be distributed among my kin. Um, I... Al will take the vintage for Loco. Do you stop him? Do you want to just take... Do you want to, like, smack it out of his hand and be like, no, don't? No, it's a gift, but I'm, like, going to be like, no, really, it's dangerous. Don't give it to anything with maybe less than a hundred pounds of weight? Do the spirits have weight? This is noted. We will present it before others of our stature. Stature. I don't know why I suddenly forgot how to words. <laughs> don't worry, Rowan. Spirit don't have any weight. Concern intensifies, but it is out of my hands now, quite literally. It will take the vintage case of four loco. It will put it in the same. It will put it on the opposite side of uh, where that it put the book, and then it will pull the book out and begin to uh, casually flip through it. As this is the uh, the gift that a knowledge spirit would obviously be more interested in. Right, Rowan. We appreciate the efforts that you've gone to to bring not only one gift but a second one to alleviate our boredom what can we do in return I you said quite a while ago actually that there was some lost uh, you magics not quite what you said but magics I... Sorcery? Yes. I... I think I need to actually actively start uh, seeking such power, even though you have said it is dangerous. There's been many developments since then. And I need the tools I have. If you will accept the responsibility of the danger after these gifts... We believe that you will make a good student. Come to us at any time at which that you wish to be taught. 
and we will find you either the words of incantation that you require, and if we do not possess it, we will find another who does. That is quite a gift, thank you. Uh, he does a curt uh, little bow. Your honesty and work has been appreciated. Is there anything else that you wish to know? Um, well, uh, more, more puzzling out something. Uh, if you would be perhaps a, a friend for a moment. A friend and not a teacher? Of course. He starts pacing, clearly worked up a bit. End of sadness uh, is quite persistent uh, that there are other voices, uh, Mm. other spirits attached to us or something like that. Mm. I see, I see. He is adamant about many things, but the problem is, uh, you understand, that I, I have memories that are not mine. I can't really remember them, but they're there. They're just flashes, just little insights. And it, it bothers me because, you know, normally I would just, oh, it's end of sadness being end of sadness, but I just, I just killed two people. <laughs> and it was instinctual. It was terrifying because I just did it. Ah, uh, uh, yes, the hunt. Yes, I understand. Uh, while that you're doing this, could you make me? Because you're kind of like talking and kind of. I, I feel like that. Is it? I feel like that Rowan is kind of like pacing and talking. Like that's kind of how I see it in my head. Is that about correct? Yes, that is. Could you make me a perception and awareness roll at a difficulty seven? Okay, uh, that is another two successes. While that you're pacing, um, the forest seems alive to you, and the critters are kind of coming out and uh, kind of surrounding you and Al, making kind of a kind of a circle that's getting uh, more and more full on the outside as that they're kind of watching as this elder spirit and something that they've. Uh, if any of them have memory of what the you are, they're much older than they're wedding on. Noted. Um, as you two are talking. Um, and Al is steep. The best way that I can describe this is Al is steepling their feathers together. Right. I see. I see. Voices and past memories. That's quite the, quite the tall order. But... Do you wish to know these truths, or do you wish to know of these truths? I I honestly don't. I was mostly just... He can't be right, can he? That there are voices within your heads? It's always a possibility. We have seen many children of Gaia and many children of the wild speak to things unseen and not there and yet there are also those who speak to things that are only within their own mind 
I don't like what you're saying because see, here's the problem. Because if you say this is true, then all of the other stuff that he's been saying that I've just been like, oh yeah, that's just end of sadness is probably right. And I don't like that because he just showed me that hell's real. And that means that the world is dying and I am not holding it together. (laughs) Al puts comforting wing on your shoulder and he looks you dead in the eyes as like his large beady owl eyes are like staring holes down into yours. Child, the world has been dying for longer than we have existed. This is a fact. But your time here has given the spirits of this dying dead world something they have been missing for centuries they've been missing hope rowan okay you can bring them hope okay yeah just because he's right about some things in the past doesn't mean he's right about the future that means we can change things when things die they make way for new things even if he is right about the world being dead it is just part of the great cycle of rebirth now enjoy yourself because you are alive and he's going to slip a larger than average wine glass into your hand that is definitely not something that has energy drinks and kind of tastes like cough syrup in it I mean, I can't reject a gift, but I wish I could. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? It's terrible. It's the worst. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, no, that's Al going. It's the worst. And yet it gives you energy. (laughs) Um, And then Al will proceed to uh, teach you any, if you have XP to spend, uh, we'll teach you some spells. Uh, if not, uh, you can just come back to this park and learn from him. Uh, we can do that as like a downtime thing whenever you want to spend XP. But Al will now teach you teach you ancient sorcery. Okay, so I'm going to be learning Mists of Eventide while hopped up on Four Loco. I'm going to be learning the sleep spell while over-caffeinated. <laughs> you know what? That sounds great. Also, if it's okay with you... W- you should definitely give like the miss like some kind of like really bad artificial like flavoring smell to them like cherry or something like that. Oh no. It's probably going to last for the first few. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> All right then. Uh is there anything else that you'd like to do before I uh swap over? No. No, that's good. Okay, Uh, you and Al enjoy uh, some classic Four Loco. At some point during the time uh, while that you are being taught uh, some spells, um, the the fireflies of the area, uh, the the spiritual fireflies of the area, kind of alight over London for about an hour or so and then kind of disappear. It's a very beautiful sight that you see. All right, then. So you'll probably wake up with uh, you'll probably wake up with either way too much energy or the worst hangover of your life, and it is literally a fifty-fifty split. Why not both? 
Yeah, that's horrifying. <laughs> you go for a run with a migraine. Yes. <laughs> you enjoy this time. And then we switch. And then the camera is going to switch from the, sp- from the spirit lens over to the regular world where that uh, Layla is. Uh, Layla, what are you up to? What indeed? Well, I know that you have that uh, that meeting at, to deal with uh, River Cook at Carfax Abbey at some point. Yeah, uh, well, since the rest of the gang appears to have up and vanished into the Aether, uh, literally, it turns away. out in Rowan's case. Um, exactly. <laughs> that does seem like a time to follow up on some of these leads that have been appearing, such as the the suspiciously vampire-themed nightclub. Well, you know what they say sometimes, hiding in plain sight is the best way to do it. Yeah, Layla is feeling like like the world's biggest asshole for not noticing this. Like, Well, I mean, was goth industrial really Layla's scene? No, but still. Then, I mean... She could definitely be forgiven for uh, not thinking that uh, this would have a connection. She probably uh, stuck to more like heavy metal and hard rock, like that her band used to play. And also, the like, sort of been giving vampires more credit than just like to be just hanging out in Dracula references in plain sight. So but I guess when you convince everybody you don't exist, you can afford to just be an asshole. So here we are. I mean, something, something, uh, Satan convinced people that he doesn't exist. Anyway. Oh, they're uh, about to find out all about that. (laughs) Oh, I bet that they are. So, I assume that you're going there at night. That's about the only time that would really make sense. The vampires wouldn't be there for you to mess with uh, during the day. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. So, Carfax Abbey is a club that is, uh, off the beaten path. Um, the entrance to it is down a grungy and dirty looking alley. It is not the best place to be. Uh, you're not in the nicest part of London now. But the actual club space, uh, once you manage to get through the front door, uh, which I imagine that Layla doesn't have any trouble with, uh, is actually fairly nice. It's a nice change of pace. It's cleaned up well. Um, it has multiple floors to it, uh, by your estimate, at least three, assuming that there aren't, there isn't a hidden fourth floor somewhere. Uh, the strobe lights and the raving and, uh, whatnot is going on with a bar that is very well stocked, uh, much more well stocked than a bar that is on the essentially the wrong side of the tracks and the entrance is only down a shitty alleyway that looks dirtier than uh, dirtier than a San Francisco street. This place is much nicer than you imagined upon coming in. Uh, the goth industrial music is playing as a uh, band is up on stage with a uh, keyboard bass guitar, and some very choice vocals about uh, death and uh, murder and the other kinds of things you'd hear from a band like, I don't know, like KMFDM or Skinny Puppy, that just kind of reaching into my 
random uh, <laughs> musical uh, ideas of what industrial sounds like. <laughs> Anybody she recognizes? Hmm. Give me, let's see, it's a pretty busy club. Um, if you could give me a quick perception and alertness roll, that would probably be it. Uh, difficulty is going to be a seven. Sure. And that is seven, one, nine, one success. Immediately, no one stands out to you. This isn't exactly Layla's scene. Uh, the band up uh, up on stage isn't exactly your... Uh, you don't know anyone up on there. The bartender doesn't look familiar from anywhere else that you've been. But as it, you kind of peer around, there are a few people who had frequented some of your shows that are now here. Uh, just random uh, random fans uh, from years past that kind of people who kind of like your brain kind of makes the connection of I've seen this person but I don't know their name hmm did I correctly hear you say there's like a big mirror behind the bar uh I don't remember mentioning that but that is definitely what that I would say is in a big goth club so yes let's go with there's a big mirror behind the bar well, let's start the scoping out uh, the evening exercises by ordering a drink and watching the and uh, spending a few minutes watching the room and then watching the mirror and trying to see if anybody doesn't line up between the two. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, if only vampires worked that way. <laughs> well, I mean, some of them kind of do. Yeah. But, you know, if uh, if those ones were in town, you'd be in trouble. A lot of people would be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give me a perception and alertness roll at difficulty six, and I will let you know if anyone doesn't line up with their mirror. Uh, that would be a six, a one, and a nine. Okay, so same thing. Oh, boy. Um, one success. You think that you catch a few people who don't line up, but it's honestly, it's just kind of your imagination. But upon doing this, kind of giving that look into the mirror and then a sudden turn back and then a turn back to the mirror, the bartender comes up to you and just goes, Hey lady, uh, what can we get for you? Uh, same again. I, oh, ordered, yeah. I ordered when I sat down right he gets you the same so uh you okay yeah why wouldn't i be well you're uh looking a little frazzled there oh i'm just waiting to meet someone oh yeah uh do you know their name i could uh maybe see if they're in the area I was a fellow and uh, usually wears a white jacket by the name of Andrew. He thinks about it for a moment. White jacket. Hmm. Don't see a lot of those around here. This is, uh, if you'd said red, I might have been able to help you. But uh, white seems a little... A little out of fashion for the area, but uh, the man sort of just brings his own fashion with him. Andrew Parker, you 
Hmm. Blonde. Looks like he never sees the sun. Well, I don't suppose looking like you never see the sun would uh, stand out much in this club. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong there. Hmm. Actually, that does sound like someone who, who I've heard of before. Maybe not that person exactly, but... Uh, tell you what, let me, uh, let me, let me ask someone real quick. And uh, do you mind waiting just a moment? You order me a drink? <laughs> Nothing better to do. Huh? Fair enough. So, uh, this person kind of goes off for a moment. And then they come back. Um, by the time that your drink's done. Do you want another? Never said no yet. They pour the drink for you. Uh, knew that uh, the last name kind of Parker sounds a little bit familiar. Um, I think that we might do work with their associate, uh, uh, Mr. Cook or River Cook. Was River Cook? Uh, it's been weeks. Was River Cook the uh... River Cook is the name that the other guy gave you? If I remember correctly. Is that his name or the, um, that is the, um, sorry, I've, well, I've crawled ba- back and forth through the ass of, uh, and guts of the core book for the game we're playing right now about 17 times in the last no, two no, weeks. You're fine. Like, just I destroyed am... my brain. <laughs> so you went to club aquarium and you might control some guy. And he told you about river cook, a guy who frequents the golf club, Carfax Abbey. Yep. Right, 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 right. Okay, yeah, that's coming clear now. They're kind of the... Uh, the, the they're the go-between between uh, uh, a lot of the club people and Andrew Parker. Because, you know, sometimes you have to, uh, you know, book a, book a show, but do all the paperwork uh, during the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so... Uh, We've got a Mr. Cook uh, over in the over in one of the booths. Um, if you wanted to speak with them, I think that the names are similar. That would be lovely. That would be absolutely lovely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he just kind of gets some drinks together and uh, motions for you to follow him, as that he has like uh, a, a large like pint glass of beer uh, that that you assume is for Mr. Cook. Mm-hmm. You follow him. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. He goes up some stairs uh, towards the the third floor that kind of has like a like a balcony that like looks over the dance floor. It's a nice little booth area, uh, kind of like opera seating to like look over it. Sitting there is a fairly well dressed uh, to you young man um, who is done up in very. Uh, goth makeup. Uh, there's a lot of black. There's a lot of heavy black eyeliner. Uh, their pants definitely have some like little. They, they have like the straps with the chains on them, and uh, they they're wearing like a mesh shirt that shows off their very very slight frame. This man looks like that he could be bowled over by a gust of wind, and they look to you. And they give a nod to the bartender who leaves after setting down the beer. <laughs> Hello, darling. How can I help you? You said this person's name was 
Cook? River. Yeah, River, River Cook. Cook. River Cook. River, is it? I believe we have a friend in common. Oh, are you talking about my friends down there on the on the stage uh, deviation tonic? No, although I do quite no, although I do quite like the uh, the noise. Um, oh yes, they're, they're, them. yeah, they're fairly competent for a, for a uh, cover band. Well, it's uh, it's all in the performance, isn't it? Oh yes, yes, it is. There's you can have some bad cover bands. These ones actually fairly good. Very impressive. The singer is able to just mimic ogre's voice very good no but as much as i'm enjoying them i was another fellow i was thinking of that uh, i believe we have a co- in common as an acquaintance between us can you manifest it down oh yes yes of course please have a seat it's it's always a joy to be joined by such a lovely young vision of beauty uh flatter will get you everywhere Slides into the. Uh, is he in a booth or just corner table? Or? Uh, he's in a booth. Booth. Okay. Slides in the booth across from. Yeah. So, friend in common then. Yeah, we did some business together last year. Uh, worked out pretty well until it didn't, unfortunately. But that's the way these things go, you know. Yes, yes, that is how it goes. Yeah, I was a pale fella by the name of Andrew. Okay. This person is going to try and hide their emotions as you mentioned this. Give me a perception, but it's going to be difficulty for because this person is fairly bad at this. Perception plus uh, alertness. Empathy? Alertness? Oh, oh you know what? Actually, empathy, yeah. em- empathy would work. Oh, good, because that's one of my key abilities. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, actually get a dice pool this time. You said, what What was the difficulty? Uh, four. Okay, and ones don't subtract, so this should be, yeah, five successes. Okay. Oh, excuse me, I'll put double tens on, because insight. Uh, make that six. You know, for someone else, someone less trained, someone who's less good at reading emotions... It might have been a half-assed effort, and he might have been able to do it if they had beer goggles on. Literal and figurative. But here, with you being able to basically peer into his soul, you know that the moment that you mention Andrew, and he just finishes the name, because his brain can't help but finish it when that you mention... Uh, when you mention that man's name, there is a sudden look of love, devotion, fear, and then a little bit of being upset that crosses the face all at once. And with, I mean, with that many successes, you're able to kind of discern this. There is no hiding that he knows Andrew Parker from you and your discerning eye. Oh, Andrew, yes. How do you know Andrew? As that he purposely repeats the question that you just gave him, trying to deflect. Oh, well, as I said, we did some business over a bit of music in the year that's just gone by. Right, and uh, who would you be? Well, lovely vision of beauty, I think you said. Uh, I've been trying to get back in touch with the man for a while, but he is a slippery one, you know. 
Yes, yes, he does uh, slip around from time to time. He's been less interested in certain scenes. Did you know that country is making a comeback here in uh, here in London? It's very weird, but it's it's happening according to Mister, according to Andrew. Fucking country now? Are you serious? Yes, yes, they're all uh, they're all getting up in up into it. They say that it's very uh, old school. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't picture the man. Uh, listen to Garth Brooks. It's just difficult to credit. Oh well, no, no, not not Garth Brooks. Like old old school, like country, like uh, like from the sixties over in America. Ah, uh, well, he always did have eclectic tastes. He stares for a moment and then. Uh, it's kind of doing like that thing where you're fidgeting and kind of flips over his phone and is kind of like fidgeting on it uh, in the way that someone who is not bad at hiding that they're texting, but like you're not you're not a schoolhouse teacher trying to watch 30 students not try to text each other. Yes. You've got eyes on him. Yes, indeed. We were. Uh, yeah, we were. Thick as thieves for a little while. Took me to the electric ballroom once he did. Oh, that's amazing. I've... That's amazing that I've never heard of you then. Oh, it's not that amazing. I'm... I probably doesn't even remember Portal Layla Church. Busy the... man that he is. Did he ever get that... Uh, did he ever buy for himself that lead belly replica he was, had his eye on? He stares at you once that you give him your name. Hmm. No, I don't think that he did. You know, Mr. Parker is... He's been away for a while. I think that he's been doing a tour in France or Germany. Oh, that is a shame because I was really looking forward to making it eat it beat piece by piece, strings first, then the bridge, all the way down his fucking gullet into his heart. Oh, oh, oh. Right. Well, Miss Church, before things get... Before you say another word, why don't you you shut your mouth and answer my questions? And that's about time for Crown of Fury to come out, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just mark off two essence. (laughs) Oh my god, are you are you are you flaring now? Uh not yet. I'm still okay. one off. Okay. How's your limit, buddy? How is your limit, buddy? That is a good question. Well, technically I'm not uh, witnessing the mighty abusing the weak. I'm the one doing it here, so <laughs> I mean can you witness yourself? I don't know. <laughs> well, we moved away from the mirrors, so I think I'm good. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so that is charisma leadership difficulty of this dude's willpower. This dude's willpower is going to be a six. Okay. Um, forceful. Yeah, that seems about right. So I think I've got especially <laughs> going. Well, that's. Uh... Do we have a new permanent NPC here? No, I've just had some fucking ones show up to fuck my day up. Isn't your key thing, don't you ignore those? 
I'm I'm staring at uh, a fat fucking zero successes. Okay. Uh, and with failure, the subject cannot be targeted by this charm again in the current scene. Fuck me. Wow, this just went Extraordinary south, like, rendition. Extraordinary rendition. Wildly. Um, he stares at you, and there's a moment of just kind of like him recognizing that there's something going on, but he can't perceive it. All right, then. You're going to hurt Andrew Parker. Am I under that correct assumption? Layla blinks twice as she feels that push of uh, that that power that she dragged up with her out of the Thames for the first time uh, since she was back up uh, on the back up walking around the surface of London, hit a barrier and just slide off around it without catching hold. And she wasn't actually sure that could happen until just now. And this is a hell of a time to find out. Oh, boy. Isn't it, though? Excuse me, Miss Church. You said that you were going to hurt Mr. Parker. I don't believe I did. could have sworn that you said something about feeding him something right down to his heart. Uh, use your mind-wiping charm if you have one. Yeah, the problem is, as soon as I pull that out, I am flaring. <laughs> Miss, and I can and I can feel that just about to uh, bust loose with just a little bit of a nudge. Miss Church, taking such threats against Mister Parker seriously is my job. I would ask you to please not do something so. I'm going to snatch the phone out of his hand. Just no warning, mid sentence. <laughs> okay. Um, he's not even going to contest you. You can see that he has been rapidly uh, in a text conversation uh, with one that says that just says AP. You can take a guess what that means. Oh, it's very, this is very handy. Thank you. You've been ever so helpful. I'm just standing up, heading heading out. Did you want to see what the text conversation says? Oh, I'm scrolling through as I, as I head for the door, and I'm hoping, de- desperately hoping he's following me. He is sitting there and kind of smirking. As you are going for the door, you scroll through the text conversation, and you can see that uh, close to around the time that you showed up, um, this guy immediately was texting and was like, Miss Church is here. What should we do? There's a pause of a couple of minutes from Andrew Parker later on. Yes, sir. Of course. She's asking questions later on. Yes, sir. Of course. Things are getting things are getting serious. I'll be there momentarily. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, it's my birthday. Layla. Christmas all come at once. Layla, uh. when that you... Go get down to the first floor. Please give me a uh, perception and alertness roll. I know that you don't have great alertness, but I have zero. (laughs) (laughs) Difficulty five this time. Oh, joy. Okay. Well, 
We've managed to fuck up the good dice pool. Let's see if the shitty one comes through for us again. It does not. A ten, a one, and a two. So how many successes is that? Just that a zero? That is zero, because Oof. the ones are out in force tonight. You go down. You storm off. And as you are getting to the door, you can hear a very, very familiar voice. <laughs> oh, dear Layla. It's been so long. And as they bring attention to themselves, you can see standing in the middle of a very, very crowded dance floor is a man who doesn't look like they've ever seen the sun in a white suit that stands out so heavily in this goth industrial club. She shoves the phone into a pocket and just gives the biggest smile she has. It's been ever so long and too long and yet not long enough. You are a hard, hard man to find. Only when I want to be, Layla. So, I see that you've come knocking, looking for me again. As that my associates have said, have you reconsidered my deal? I've spent a very great deal of time thinking about it for certain. Mm-hmm. Of course, obviously, the terms are going to have to change. You did... <sighs> Insult me earlier. Stop How do you feel me. about country, Layla? That's good. That is good. Yes. Well, then. We should probably... I'll tell you honestly, i tell you honestly, there was a time I tore the city apart looking for, uh, looking for your, uh, dropped your name everywhere, rung up all my acquaintances, made a terrible pest of myself to the owners of every club in London, and no one would admit to knowing you. And I did it all just meaning to come back and throw myself on your mercy. And I'd tell you, I'd take your, your stupid fucking deal. I'd walk off from my mates and give you whatever you liked if you just take your foot off our necks. Oh, it, uh, there were nights, months of them. But that's as in the rear view as everything else between us. Oh, yes. Well, I had to make sure that you got taught a lesson. Oh, I learned so many things while we've been away. <laughs> I certainly hope that that pertains to the way that you work that guitar of yours. Mm. Mm. Would you like to see? Would you like to see something that I have learned here, Layla? With all these people around us, that's a very simple matter. Here, just, just hold your hand out, palm up. Just take my hand. I don't know what kind of weird things that you've gotten yourself into while that you've been off of my radar. But I don't think I will. Andy, I never knew you to be shy before. Shy? Look at how many people that I have around me just waiting for me to give them a chance. Oh, yeah, you can be 
terribly benevolent when you feel like it. It's such a shame that you're such an absolute fucking prick on the back end of it. How else do you do you expect me to act when I'm slighted, Layla? Oh, I don't know. You could take it like a f- you could uh, handle your disappointment like anyone else in the city does. Take it like a fucking man. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think that you've been in this city for very long, then, Layla. Oh, likely not as long as you. Come on, you weren't you weren't afraid to touch me last time we were together. Hmm. He thinks over it for a moment. You're right, I wasn't. But you've also managed to make a name for yourself in some circles. Have I now? The snakes talk. Oh, they don't talk enough if you're willing to come here and look at me face to face. Hmm. No, but you see, I have... I did the smart thing. I'm going to play your own... (sighs) Foolish way of thinking against you. What are you going to do? Attack me while there are so many people here? They'd be witnesses. The police would be after you in no time. Layla Church... After me for what, sir? That you're... You're obviously here for revenge, aren't you? You're such a two-dimensional thinker, Andy. It's Andrew. And what will happen if I take your hand? Ah, oh, you... I haven't... I've never seen you timid before. It's actually boring. <sighs> you are an indecisive little girl playing at trying to be bigger than the rest of them. See, that's the funny thing, is I never wanted that, and I never gave a damn. That's your obsession, mate, not mine. Uh, Holden, what is your uh, willpower? Uh, Seven. Seven, okay. Uh, he is going to try to lock eyes with you and get you to run away as he's going to try and use dread gaze on you. Mmm. In the middle of a club. Bold move. Mm-hmm. Considering that they are in the middle of a goth club, this is... Well, this is a vampire club. He is going to for a moment, reveal his vampiric nature. And people are going to be spooked by it, uh, but he did only get one success. So, um, against your willpower, that does make you a little bit startled by it, but you do not have to run away. I've also got an intimacy. I hate this fucking guy. And amusingly because this is like 500 pages of fucking rules, I'm now looking up exactly what that does for me. <laughs> You're fine. Well, but like, if you have, there are some charms that uh, tie in with that, like, oh, if someone makes you betray your intimacy, you say no. And also with the limit stuff, if you're like forced to betray or undermine your intimacy, you get the limit. So like, you know, that would be a consequence of this. Acts against abandon or betray an intimacy can make a willpower roll against difficulty 8 to refuse. Mm. 
So I guess if he'd be pleading you to spare him, you could be like, nah, Papa. Yeah, it's, it's, this is like borderline. So you're saying just like uh, one success is just like a bad case of the nerves. Yeah, it's like a bad case of the nerves. I would say maybe you have like, I don't know, if we need to make some role, if you need to make some kind of like social roles or anything, like you might have like a minus one die penalty to it. Mm-hmm. So this guy just did the full-on fucking, like, fang hiss at me in the middle of a club. Yeah, he 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 just, like, looked at you, and he, like, pulled some, like, what we do in the shadows, like, <laughs> at you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Moreover, each success subtracts one from the uh, target's action dice pools next turn. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Um, so, yeah, uh, he's going to do that, and... Uh, He's going to kind of assume that it worked and will start approaching you. He is, however, you do notice that the people that are around him are kind of moving in lockstep with him. Uh, Basically, uh, to put it in the simplest terms, uh, if you were to attack him and cause any kind of collateral damage, there's a pretty big chance you're going to start hurting mortals, too. Mm, mm, Yeah, that's a problem. So when those fangs come out, it actually, it, it, I mean, it, it fucking works. She's, it, that second Layla's right back there in the fucking diner, two seconds from death, and just remembers dragging herself back to the apartment, going through an entire fucking carton of OJ, just trying to get the strength to stand up, stand up straight mm-hmm. after the sun came up. And at a about the moment he gets within arm's reach, she drops her arm, look, uh, looks him up uh, straight in the eye, which actually takes a couple of tries because he's hard to fucking look at. Takes a deep breath. And we're going to try this again. Andy, this isn't the diner. And you should have run while you had the chance. So we're now flaring our anima in the middle of a goth nightclub. Oh boy. Oh boy. This is gonna be fun. Uh I'm down a die, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Are you doing Crown with Fury again? I sure am. Oh wow. Okay. Um difficulty on this is going to be a seven. Uh that is his willpower. I'm going to go ahead and spend a willpower as well. Not a bad call. So let's give this the old college try. I did not need to do that at all. Nine, eight, nine, ten, five. How many is that? Uh, with the willpower, that is five fucking successes. Holy shit. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for the first time around. Oh, man. As a, you begin flaring, the people around you uh, that were uh, kind of subsumed into Andrew Parker's uh, like kind of presence field, to put it lightly, um, begin to scurry. The instruments on stage are dropped, and up above on the third balcony, uh, River Cook uh, stands up and walks out. They head away from the night, but that's not important. What is important is that Andrew Parker, this fucking scumbag who has ruined Layla's life, is now, well, 
completely under your control for the next year as your hellish glory in many ways seeps into the fabric of reality. What is the first command that you give Andrew Parker? That's a great question. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work that we put in. If you had any questions, you could send them to us on Twitter at a pair of dice lost or email us at a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Rulers of Our Lands by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. Other music in this episode was done by Kevin McLeod and Alexander Nakarada. I'll put the full list in the show notes. And for making it this far, go ahead and regain a mode of essence.